What's up, mofos? This week's episode of Adulting is brought to you by myself and Gio on the other mic, who may or may not say anything at all, uh, and our wonderful sponsors, Drew Coffee, Kiner Beauty, and Ledge Lounger. Listen up later in the show for some wonderful deals that everyone has. Uh, but until then, as always, Gio, you want to say something? Enjoy the show. Listening, you know how we do. Hi, I'm Andrew, the father. We got Ivory, the daughter, and Gio, our little man of Daniela. I don't think an entrance is needed. You probably know the voice from all the time on Nickelodeon. He is a dumb like a mother father. If you got a son or daughter, it could be a lot of we know. Shame, gotta be the mother father. You could be the son or daughter. This is still the right show. Yay, we'll meet you where you are in your life or your car. If you need or you're far, you got a cat or a dog. Good vibes or a problem in school or got a job. We just want to know who you are so we can say thank you listening to adulting like a mother father hope you guys enjoyed this now sit back relax and enjoy the show Yay! welcome back <laughs> it feels so good to come out of this spanking new rap did you like it I freaking love it. Yeah, it it's does. hot, it steamy hard. fire. How about those drums, though, in the beginning? The beat, it just makes me feel alive inside my soul. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I need to feel alive inside my soul right now because I was awake for an hour and a half last night. You were? An entire hour and a half, yeah. Damn. We'll get to that in a second. All it's right. actually good news, and I'm actually feeling fine, and um, it's all just, it's all good. It's, we're all on the up and up over here, if you ask me. I would say so. Are I you? Thought, yeah, I think, yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at your face, I feel like. I'm just, you know, it's one of those Mondays. I'm just tired and uh, I got to get back on track. But yeah, I mean, like over the weekend, I'm just going to jump in. Okay. Do you got to win and fail or are you going to just jump it's, into the weekend? It's a win. It's okay, a win. Okay, go. Go for it. Over the weekend, Ivory slept through the night for her very first time. And that was waking up on Father's Day. I know. That was her gift How to you. How dope is that? That's, I mean... I don't know really still how it happened. Um, Samesies. And when I say through the night, like she slept just about 12 hours, which is beyond wild. Wild. Um, because the next night wasn't the exact same, but we're getting there, you guys. We're so wait, getting that there. night, so that was uh, Saturday night, right? Yes. She's like not a peep. Not a peep. No waking up, no fussing, no nothing. Not a peep. I woke up at 347 and ran into her room. Um and wanted to make sure she was okay because I was like, this isn't normal. This hasn't happened ever. Mm-hmm. But she was fine. She was sleeping like a little baby. Yeah, it's money. So money. Um, okay, so that's my win. I'm going to take it. Okay. I don't care if you wanted to take it because I took it. All right, let's Go take for it. it. My fail, which I don't really like doing it in this order, but here we are. My fail, my fail is, again, comes back to the kids because that's all our life is right now, which is good. It's good. Not complaining, guys. Um, Last night, which was Sunday, Mm -hmm. we always record on Monday, just FYI. Last night, we put Geo down. Everything seems normal. Oh, my God. And then like an hour later, hour and a half later, Mm -hmm. he wakes up screaming bloody murder. Like this is like 
this is a gnarly scream, and and this is not unusual for Gio when he like he screams a lot, and when he screams, it's pretty intense, it's pretty vicious, but it's not normal for him to like he sleeps pretty well, right? Mm-hmm. It's not normal for him to go down and then wake up an hour later and be screaming like this, and then we go in there, you go in there. And like it's uncontrollable. Like you can't even get him to recognize that you're there and holding him. He's like Correct. in another dimension. Yep. Screaming and screaming and screaming and probably flailing a little bit. And then so we had to bring him out, which is we, we don't we don't do that. We try not to do that because like when it's bedtime, it's bedtime, you know, and that's how they learn. But we bring him out and it was just such a weird night. Like he couldn't stop. He was like sniffling, but like couldn't catch his breath, mm-hmm. you know? And as a parent, like, you know, you're first you're trying to figure out immediately, like, is something major wrong, right? Oh, yeah. And it doesn't come off like that. Like, do you have an injury? Like, are you feeling something inside that we can't see? And it didn't seem that way, right? So at least you start ticking those boxes. But also, he's just acting so different. And the challenge is, like, getting him to help you figure out what's going on. Right. You know, and it's weird because in so many other things, he, like, really tries to say words or like do an action because he's trying to learn everything right but in the situation where you really need him to to help you figure out what's going on nothing yeah he was he was pretty in his head and i i think i know what it was i mean i i've heard about these um yeah they come around this age um and it kind of makes sense because he's been exposed to so much lately between going home to visit all your family families all these new (laughs) 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 which one which one which one specifically you did this um yeah he's met so many new people new faces new places you know he spent all that time in the car that was the first road trip he had um it's just a lot of new and so i think around this age i remember hearing about this um they have these night terrors and um well they can they can yeah sorry they can have these night terrors which is what i think that was because um i i was shook after after holding him okay let me say it's just creepy you know you go in his room and like it's pitch black he's screaming like it's a horror movie Mm -hmm. you can't control him like he he's like he he doesn't even see you there Mm -hmm. basically i turned the light on i was like we're gonna turn the light on and that was what scared me the most because nothing changed like mm-hmm. there was no difference like, oh, the light's on, you know, I can see it's mom and I'm, you know, being held or whatever. It was still just as intense. And then I was able to see his face, which looked like I it, couldn't even recognize ghost. him. Like, Yeah, I, I don't care who you are. I mean, I, I'm, I'm a guy, 33. That's creepy as fuck. <laughs> okay. Hundo. Scary. One freaking hundo. So I came out of the room, showed him dad, you know, um. We went outside. We got fresh air. You know, at this point, it's only like eight, eight thirty or something. And um, finally, he was just like, "Na night, na night," and he wanted to go back to sleep. And that was that. But yeah. it was wild. We, both of us were shook because we're yeah. like, "Your your head goes to so many places." Oh, Andrew's yeah. like checking the backyard to make sure no one was. <laughs> oh yeah, because I'm I'm Mister Safety and Security. And, like we have motion sensor <laughs> lights and like gates and yada yada. And like I, I noticed the gate to the backyard was like cracked open, which it can do that because sometimes you just try to fire it shut. Right. And it'll and bounce you, you open You walk a away bit. and it bounces open a little bit. But like that was cracked open. The, the, the motion light on the side of the house was on. 
And so I was like, wait a second, how to do some investigation. You know? Yeah. And then he came and he sat on the couch and I said, what exactly were you looking for? He's like, to be honest with you, like, I thought, you know, what if someone was messing with, with Gio's window? You know, and that freaked him out. Mm-hmm. And then your head just goes down a really scary hole real quick. because because you're like, you're trying to figure out what the hell happened. Yeah. You know? Totally. But anyways, I wanted to say this before I forget. So when we brought him out of his room and he was hanging out with us in the, the our living space, um, we had ordered a pizza for Father's Day. That was, that was Danielle's gift to me. Thank you. <laughs> trying to fatten you up. And, uh... I was like really trying to butter this kid up. I was like, you know, I'm just sweet talking to him. You want some pizza with me? You want to sit with dad? I need some pizza. Nothing worked. Nothing. But this morning when he got up, what? this is like 7, 7.30, we go out to the kitchen. And he's like, Gio pizza. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, so that's man. life, guys. That's life. That's That was the end cap to your Father's Day, which, by the way, how was your Father's Day? It was great. It was great. It was a little warm at your mom's house. Yeah. I don't do warm interiors. Oh, warm interiors is really not ideal. No, I'm talking temperature-wise, not like color palette, nothing like that. Okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> just for clarification. Sure. I just like... There's some people that like heat. I don't like heat. Like, I don't like being sticky. I don't like internally. I just feel warm and then I'm uncomfortable and then I'm just agitated. Like, I don't want to talk to anybody. I just want to lay on the floor. That's the coolest place in the house. (laughs) And I want to do my thing. Leave me alone. (laughs) So did you have a good father's day? So it was good. The beer was cold, which was nice. Thank God, right? Ugh, I love beer. I mean, I'll have like three sips of one, but I still love those three sips. Yeah. The first, the first couple sips are the best. Maybe that's sure. why. That's when it, yeah, it starts to get a little. But flat. don't be that person. Don't be the person that cracks a beer and then leaves half of it. But I have you. I always think like, oh, he'll finish it. Yeah, but I don't want it once it's like lukewarm. Yeah, but you're you're fine. You'll handle it. No. Okay. It's gonna lose carbonation. This is not good. Okay, gotcha. Um, I have my my little listy poo here because we've got Wait, what about your things win and to fail? chat about. Oh shoot, my win and fail. Okay, well this will come back to my list actually. But before I get into that, I do want to mention we have a really special moment coming up soon. Um, so as the you guys most know, special. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. So as you guys know, we went for our very first time on a road trip up to Sacramento. Um, a good solid seven to eight hours to get there with four stops. Obviously, GODP and all the things had to happen on the way. But we got there and we visited um, Andrew's family. And we got to chat with Andrew's papa, who, you guys, he is a G, and he really is a G because he goes by G. His name is Garnet, and he um, goes by the nickname G, which is where Gio partially got his name. If you guys aren't aware, Gio got his name from a combination of papa and my brother, who, um, his name is Mario, but his middle name is Giovanni. (laughs) Mario is very special to me. I I can't wait to eventually um share more about my brother um but anyways he he's special and papa's equally as special he's an absolute g so yeah, we we got to sit down with him and we're gonna have a nice little convo later in the show with him so stay tuned for that until then i'll, I'll get to my win and fail my win and fail centers around this very new and exciting adventure that we've partake took on recently one of those one of those um and that is, we are officially in escrow on a new home. Oop. Oop. <laughs> okay. And it's uh, it's a win because we found a home or 
at least I, I found a home that I like emotionally attached to very quickly and that hadn't happened even on the two homes that we put offers on I kind of was convincing myself that it was a smart decision based on you know whatever reason we loved the vibe or the location or whatever um this home (laughs) threw me for a loop because I never for a second envisioned us in a home similar to the one that we are in escrow on but that's why I knew it was right for us because it didn't matter that it wasn't what I envisioned. It's what I fell in love with. And that also, I will say, is very similar to our relationship. <laughs> didn't envision myself with someone like you. And look at that. I fell in love with you. So what I've learned. That's through such this... a beautiful story. Thank <laughs> you for sharing. Uh, it's full circle. Um, what I've learned is that as an adult, you think maybe there's, you know, all these credentials you're supposed to meet. Um, when it comes to these big decisions in your life or homes or people or whatever. But in reality, I think throw a lot of it out of the window and just be open to whatever is supposed to be right for you. Yeah. Yeah, Because this house feels so, so right. And it's pretty much the polar opposite of what I envisioned ourselves being in next. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a good point. I think just um, you know, it's it's important to be in touch with with your feelings. Like if things give you a certain feeling, then go with it. Yeah. More adulting like a mother father when we come back. Let's talk the world's sickest in-pool and outdoor furniture. The pioneer of the original in-pool chaise, Ledge Lounger, has expanded to provide a full in-pool furniture line as well as multiple collections of patio furniture and outdoor games. Um, That's right. And from concept to design to manufacturing, every Ledge Lounger product is made with pride in the United States of America. And their fade-resistant in-pool furniture is rated UV-16, which means it has been tested to endure 16,000 hours of direct sunlight while also withstanding the damaging effects of pool chemicals, chlorine, sand, or salt water for 10-plus years of fade resistance. That's crazy. The same furniture you put in your backyard is also at high-end resorts around the world And that's because they use materials that are made to last. That's right. Okay, so your home doesn't have to look like your neighbors, and and neither should your pool, really. So customize your furniture with unique colors, embroidery, and engraving with Ledge Lounger. And when things heating up, now is the time to check out everything Ledge Lounger has to offer and enter the giveaway for the one and only Lay's Pillow. Guys, this thing's freaking amazing, and I promise you, you're going to want one of these to float around in your pool or somebody else's pool uh, or wherever you float. It doesn't matter. Um, all you got to do is go to ledgeloungers.com slash adulting for your chance to enter to win. Giveaway goes to the 20th. They're going to choose a winner on the 23rd. Terms and conditions are on that page. Everything you need is there. Go, 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 and enter, guys, and uh, best of luck. And now back to Adulting Like a Mother Father. I'm going to get to my fail. Um, So in order to qualify for a loan, you have to have so many ducks in a row. And what I mean by that is you have to have all your bank statements, every single asset that you, you know, have um, basically all organized in a document. You have to have your tax returns done, which that in itself, if you're self-employed and you have multiple streams of income and all these random expenses and whatever else, it's really a lot to throw together in a short period of time. And I usually file an extension for my tax returns because I'm not just super on it and it takes me a while to like get everything organized. Um, but in this case, we had to get everything organized very quickly in order to show that I you know, made this income or we can qualify for this loan. So 
the fail is this. We finally get down to sitting down with my accountant, Andrew and I go, and um, we're thinking, oh, everything should look really good because it was a strong year. Um, But what I forgot, naively, is that with a strong year of income means a very strong year of tax liability. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by tax liability is when you make a lot of money, this is so layman terms, right? When you make a lot of money, you then have to pay out a lot of money to Mm -hmm. the government, the IRS. Yeah. Okay. And the state. Both. All government. Okay. All the same. Yeah. Okay. Just all those people that you just don't like sit at the dinner table with and you just have to shove a bunch of money down their throat. They just like reach it in your pocket. Ew. That's why people don't like taxes. Wow, dude. Especially in the state of California. They want to get you for everything. So So federal tax is what it is in whichever bracket you're in. State of California says, we'll take 10% on top of that. And then if you have a business, if you're self-employed and have a business, we'll take 1.5% of profits or revenue, whatever it is, as well. And so what I want to get to is that we all strive to hit these goals, you know, Um, but always keep in mind that the more money you make, you have to plan for that tax liability or that money that you have to pay. Not your strong suit. Not my strong suit because (laughs) I didn't realize that. So I was used to paying whatever percent of um, my income in, right? I was in a different tax bracket. Now, there's a different tax bracket that I'm in that jumped a little bit, which means I just owe a crazy amount, which can throw so Do you know what your bracket is? Is there a name for it? Like (laughs) beginner, intermediate, advanced? Percentage. Well, I saw 25%. No. What is it, more? It's more. What is it? It's more. Tell me. I'll keep it private. It's oh, more. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. Well, it was enough to put us into a figure that I just <laughs> turned. What did I look the, like the, sitting the, there? A ghost. A ghost. A ghost went white. Because what Honestly, happens- you went transparent on me. <laughs> Like, I didn't see you there for a second. I thought you were in camouflage. I was like, Danielle, where'd you go? Exactly. Exactly. I literally just disappeared. I fell fell to the the ground into dust. It was one of those situations where, like, the number was highlighted and shown to us. And we were like, (laughs) a couple of taps on the desk. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I looked at you like it was your fault. I was like, you're going to figure this out. Right, right, right. (laughs) You're going to figure this out. Look, at the end of the day, it's a positive, right? If you're doing well. You're making some money. Like you're going to owe more in taxes. It's a good problem, but you just. But not when you don't see for my, for me. Well, you weren't. I wasn't thinking about the end game. Like I wasn't thinking like, you know, I'm looking, we're looking at this home. We're looking at homes, period. And you think like, oh, well, you have this stash that you're going to have to put on the home as a deposit. Um, and that's a chunky stash. But you're like, cool. It's there. It's ready to go. Mm-hmm. You don't think that. Well, wait, hold on. Part of that stash, actually a good part of that stash, is going to have to just leave, go away completely to an entity. And I get it. Like, we have taxes for a reason. We need these funds to have an entire world surviving. Hmm? How do you justify taxes? That's a long conversation. That's for another day. Real quick. Sum it up. That's for another. There's all sorts of programs like governments run on tax money, right? So, I mean, it's like a donation public, but you can make the argument that like a a lot of the programs put in place or organizations or whatever, like aren't serving in the way that they should. That's why people get frustrated with tax dollars going away. Right. Right. 
So, uh, like I said, it's a good problem to have, but it's a problem when you don't plan for it. Like when you're not aware of what's going on, you're not making estimated payments monthly or quarterly or whatever and staying on top of it. Nobody wants a big tax bill at the end of the year. Nobody. Correct. Not when you're trying to also buy a home. Correct. Correct. But lesson learned, um, I have now hired the world's best money magic I'm an accountant too. Yeah, you are. Trip. You're yeah, an accountant. Certification. Correct. So now we're going to re you know, no, I'm utilize to get those. things in order. Like Thank you. we're going to get on QBO or Zero, which are like accounting software, uh online accounting platforms whatever. Uh, we're going to make sure everything is done monthly on time so we know where we're at at all times. So okay. we're not going to get surprised anymore. Thank you. You got it. Appreciate that. Um, so that's my fail, my win and fail. It's It's been an exciting um, week, week and a half-ish, and we did celebrate Father's Day, and um, we went on our first road trip. So to wrap it up, um, things are good. We're moving in a direction where I feel like life is coming back. And You know what I like about what's going on right now? Things are just happening, right? We're, we're taking actions to just make life happen. Yep. Because, like, I feel like we talked about the opposite for so long during 2020 about, like, everything feels the same. Nothing's happening. Like, this is so boring going ups and, you know, ups and downs with with mood swings. And, like, still have that, you know. <laughs> but, like, we're just we're just taking actions. Like, we we could analyze finding a new home, not finding a new home. Where is it going to be? Like, what's the budget going to be? over and over and over again at the end of the day like it's just so important to be decisive like make a decision and go with it because that's where life happens that's where new things and new experience experiences happen and the the truth is like some of those decisions might not be right but it's important to just go you know yep and you can always adjust or correct or whatever true that true that um i do want to touch on one thing before we take a break we are officially sleep training Ivory. And so for any parent out there that has an, a baby around the same age as Ivory or even just any baby under one, really, um, it's tricky to get a baby to sleep through the night. But I made the decision to move her into our <laughs> Ivory nursery slash multipurpose office playroom guest room. Mm-hmm. And um, we did our best to black it out. Not perfect, but it's uh, it's working for us. Like she did sleep through the night. Yesterday she was up for an hour and a half, but that's okay because I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. And parents will feel me on this when you realize like, okay, we made the decision. And for me, what it really comes down to is to not nurse her throughout the night, which is did you nurse challenging. Did you last night? for like two seconds Ah. i honestly i got to the point where it messes with your head because she's screaming for a while and you're like this just at some point isn't fair for anyone and maybe she truly truly is hungry and you can't always put your finger on whether or not like they're just trying to get used to sleeping through the night and they need something to coddle them or soothe them or they're just really hungry because they're growing at crazy rates right so i have to like make that I have to sort of differentiate the two and make a decision in the moment. And yesterday, I just, last night, I decided, okay, nurse her for a few seconds. But outside of that, um, I really feel like we're getting to a place where she could go 12 hours and I can feel good about it. And she can sleep and get her rest and we will be in a good place. And what that really means is my goal is, and I'm starting early, but by August 8th, um, which is 
the first night that we're ever going to go away for fun, just the two of us with some friends, not just the two of us, but no kids, and go away for a little wine weekend, just one night. Um, So I want to get her into a position where she is sleeping through the night and, you know, obviously drinking from a bottle, which is very new for her. Um, so that we can leave her with Mimi for so the night. So we can go live life. So we can just do one night okay and see what it's like. That. Just one night and see what it's like. It's She'll okay. be like six months by then and I am preparing in June. <laughs> mm. I don't think you're alone. I think a lot of moms would feel that. Yeah. I mean, a lot, of, a lot of the moms around us have felt so much anxiety around like just taking that step to go away for the first time. Or even, even if it's for like a few hours in a day. You know? Yeah, for sure. I think it's normal, but it's important to so go true. and live life. So true. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, speaking, speaking of, of life, living life, yeah. We should get to the conversation with Papa. Yeah, you he guys. he is legendary, guys. I love this dude from the depths of my soul. He is like, he is like my guy, you know? And uh, I wish I got to see him more face-to-face. We, we talk on the phone probably every, every couple weeks. But it was just so nice to be around him and, and love his energy when he speaks, although he was, um, heads up, he was, he was trying to figure out the whole microphone thing. Like <laughs> at some points it would be by his mouth and then he would pull it away. Like he would talk more quietly than normal. I think he was a little uncomfortable, which I understand. I'm still uncomfortable and we're two years into this almost. almost. Um, so, so bear with him. You're, you're going to love hearing from him when he speaks, like when you're there in person with him in a normal conversation and he looks at you, mm. it's the kind of look that you feel in your soul. Gosh, he's such a guy. So let's take a break and then let's get to that. Okay. All right, everyone, sit tight and we'll be right back for some more adulting like a mother father. All right, guys, popping in here real quick because we just dropped our marketplace on kinderbeauty.com. You guys, Kinder Beauty is on fire right now. We have so many great products available to you, um, the public, on our marketplace, and that's always available every month. Um, Now, if you subscribe, you do get access to that marketplace for the first 24 hours exclusively, um, so you can get first dibs on some of the high-value items and some of our boxes that are up on the marketplace, But if you are not, you still can check out our marketplace and it's up now. So all you have to do is go to kinderbeauty.com, hit marketplace, check out all of the clean, vegan, and cruelty-free products that we have available for you um, at a really great price. And you can feel good because a portion of the proceeds are going to some of our favorite organizations. So check it out, kinderbeauty.com. And um, I'm excited for you guys to, to give it a try. All right, guys, we're back. Here's adulting like a mother father. All right, guys, so I have my papa here, or as Gio calls him, our big papa. Papa, how you doing? I'm doing just fine. Oh, man, it's good to see you guys. So I haven't actually seen my papa in person for probably uh, at least a year. I would say all of the year, yeah. Yeah, I think last time we saw him was um, like January or February 2020. When he came, when we uh, did the, what was when it I called? When I came down there. That, yeah. That class yeah. Trip. Yeah. Wow. Well, we did talk. We did talk. Tell them. But it's not the same. It's not the same. It's, it's not, not the same. same. So I wanted to do something special. I had this idea as we were driving down for this week's podcast episode. And with it being the week leading into Father's Day, I thought, how cool would it be to have you on? I, you, I, I'm having a problem understanding that question. <laughs> 
<laughs> Don't worry. It's not. It's not a question. It's just I'm just stating something. Um, so I'm, I'm going to keep it really simple for you. I just want to ask you a few questions. Just sure. pick your brain on life a sure. little bit. Okay. <clears throat> I know I'm sort of putting you on the spot here, but I'm a newer dad. You've you've been a dad and a grandfather for a long time. Yes. What advice could you give me around? Uh, being successful as a father. Does anything as stick out? As a father? Out? Yeah. Is be a father. Be a father. <laughs> okay. I mean, uh, this is really, it's just nothing more than that, is being a father. Cool. You can't pretend to be a father. Yeah, you, yeah. You've you got to do what's called upon you to do. If it uh, kid needs a nose wiped, you wipe his nose, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's, it's as simple as that to me. Does it? Does anything else I, stick out for you? Does anything else stick out for you in terms of like characteristics or anything that, like, through your journey as a father, that you had to work on, and eventually you came to to oh, realize they were important? You mean, did, my, did I copy somebody? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, kinda. Yeah. Okay. Okay. No, the answer is no. <laughs> because I tell you what, my father. Uh, growing up, I was scared to death of him. Yeah, he uh, he would he wouldn't ask you to do something. Never, he'd tell you to do something, mm-hmm. but he never ask you. You do it. What would happen? What would happen if you didn't do what he asked you to well, do? Well, nothing physical. Okay, that was one thing. I will say that that it has never been anything physical, but he would make life miserable for you mm. if. Uh, uh, if you crossed him bad enough, he would see to it that uh, you mm. understand, don't you, that uh, that coal needs to be shoveled into that furnace at 9 o'clock every night, and that's not 9.05, or well, it's 9 o'clock. Yeah. And I'm using that as an example because there was such a thing as putting coal into the furnace. Yeah, we know nothing at, about at that. Nighttime. And, and, Different life. And that was one of my chores. And if you didn't do it, he would come into your room and say, here, and he would take a hold of your ear and walk you down to the furnace <laughs> and say, there's a shovel. Don't come upstairs until it's full. Yeah. Well, I feel like he, I, I couldn't, I, with two kids, I couldn't never imagine where he was at in his life, but he had to figure out how to whip you guys all into shape and be able to control the unit because he was a father of 11, right? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's, that is so overwhelming to me. (laughs) Could you ever see yourself as a father of 11? No, <laughs> no, no, I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't have done that. I, and my mother even had a harder job than he had. Oh yeah. Much harder job oh, yeah. than he had. Well, this is our one day a year though. So we, we get, we, <laughs> we, we get a focus on us because this is our one day of the year. Oh. <laughs> they get the 364 others plus this one, but still. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. 11. I don't know what else to say about it other than that. It's, um, I was never afraid of my mother, but I damn sure was scared of my dad. Yeah. And then when I went into service and I came home on my first furlough, was the first time and only up till then, the first time I I walked it. He, he owned a bar at that time, we were, and it was in a different location. 
And so he he uh, asked to have me wait up for him. Uh, he wanted to talk to me. Uh, oh, wow. What the Uh-oh. hell did I do? Yeah. And I'm just home on furlough, <laughs> you know. And uh, so I waited up for him, and we, he had, my mother always put out a little lunch for him when he got home at 2 o'clock in the morning. When he closed the bar, he, he came home. And she fixed him a lunch. Well, she fixed two lunches that night. Uh-oh. And uh, he just made me feel like I'm a grown-up for the very first time. Well, how old were you? Huh? How old were you at that point? I was uh, about 18. Wow. But it was the first, really first time I ever had a conversation with him. Like an adult? Yeah, like an adult. And And I also smoked. And he knew it, but he didn't want me doing it. But but now I'm a grown-up. My decision. If I want to smoke, go ahead, smoke, kid. Smoke to your heart content. You know, I mean, yeah. that's kind of weird, but it was true. Uh, I don't know. I get it. No, he saw you as, for the first time, he saw you as more, not an equal but closer to yeah right that's good yeah that's good yeah he's good at this huh yeah yeah so you handled it well <laughs> yeah um wow what was the what was the makeup of the brothers and sisters how many makeup yeah how many of each there was eight boys and three girls could you imagine eight geos and the oldest one was a girl <laughs> the oldest one was a girl Arlene was her name, and the middle girl, right in the middle, was a girl, and then four more boys, and the youngest one was a girl. Wow. And uh, needless to say, the girls were spoiled rotten. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh, by him. By him. By him. Especially the youngest one, when she came along. And... Uh, there was a little jealousy, little things, you know, growing up that, well, how come she gets to do that and I don't, <laughs> kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Wow. With 11 kids, you, uh, there was an old enough separation in ages. And mm-hmm. it, it wasn't a big, big thing because my oldest brother was like 16, 17 years older than I am. So yeah. he was a grown-up almost. Yeah. I guess you'd you'd have to have that much distance between each other yeah. to have that many kids. Yeah. That's so wild to me. Yeah. Um, wow. It, In fact, I got I was going to show it to you, but I can't. But I got a picture at home of myself in uniform when I was in the service. Maybe you've seen that. Anyway, and a picture of my oldest brother when he was in the service, and. I was in in 1951. He is. He went in in 1941, and uh, he lost his life over there, of course, in the war. He got killed in France, and uh, I don't. I don't know if you know how to explain it, but with the brothers, they were close to each other, but not close. To their parents. Mm. Does that make any sense? Yeah, it uh, does. 
they get old enough in those days, it seemed like when you got to be old enough to go to work uh, and you don't want to go to school anymore, then get your butt out of this house. Find a job. You get a job, you come back home, you're going to pay rent. You're going to pay something to live here at this house or go somewhere else. And, uh, you know, the boys, there was never any fuss about that. It was just the way it is. Yeah. You know, it's or just the way it was. Yeah, I definitely, I feel like that's changed. Yeah. I also, I mean, I don't, I don't know too many, I don't know if I know any families around me ever that I've come across with 11 kids. And it's just, it's quite the responsibility in so many ways, mentally, financially, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah so I can, un- I can understand the mindset of like, we raised you to a certain point. Hopefully you got enough tools along the way. Like when you hit this age, like if you don't want to go this way, then your route is this way and that's your choice and your only choice. Yeah. Right. That's exactly the way it worked. Wow. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back in a few with more adulting like a mother father. All right, coffee peeps. Hopefully you've got a warm cup in your hand right now. I do. Uh, If you haven't tried Drew Coffee yet and you want to, when you're ready to do so, go to drewcoffee.co, grab your bag or bags or subscribe, uh, whatever your heart desires, and use code adulting for 30% off your first purchase and if you're going to do that, you might as well take the extra step. Go to drinkrenewed.com, I think is the website. Just Google Drink Renewed uh, and get your Chagachino. You can use code DREW at checkout for 20% off. That's an exclusive discount uh, through my partnership with Drew Coffee. Um, so I believe you can't get it anywhere else. So drewcoffee.co, drink renewed, get all your coffee needs, and enjoy. All right, guys, we're back. Here's adulting like a mother father. Okay, so you uh, you go into the military, you meet grandma at some yep. point, mm-hmm. right? And then you guys start a life together. Yep. What was it like for you becoming a father for the first time? First time? Yeah. Scary as hell. <laughs> <laughs> really scary. Uh, yeah. What was scary about it? The responsibility of it. Yeah. It scary. <laughs> I get that. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, um, uh, Carolyn, uh, uh, your grandma, went back to work not too long after she had the baby. And so we had to have a babysitter, right? We got one. We got grandma. <laughs> grandma Pratt. Yeah. And my, your grandma went went back to work with the state. And, and then... Other things started to happen, and she got pregnant again. How do you do that? <laughs> and, uh, so, okay, so the way that we say it sometimes is we weren't not trying. Yeah. That's, okay. that's, yeah, that's good. Okay. So this, it's the same story for you then. Sure. It wasn't planned to sure. have oh, a no, second. No, 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 no. <laughs> okay. no. No, it was not planned. Not at all. Wow. In fact, that was scarier than the first one, I think. I I understand. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. So then, okay, so fast forward. So that happened at number two. Was number three the same kind of story? Yeah, well, it was a little bit different with Kevin. Uh, Because prior to that, we didn't 
go to find out whether it was a boy or it's a girl. Yeah. Two first ones. So you guys didn't do gender reveal parties. Yeah. But then <laughs> with, with <laughs> Kevin, we did, we did go. She did. She had to find out what it was, whether it was a boy or girl. Once we knew it was a boy, it changed everything. Because I had two girls. Now yeah. I'm get a boy, mm. finally. <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, it worked out all right. Yeah. Yeah. What uh, else do you say, huh? Yeah. I, I mean, I have so many questions for you. So along the way, you're now you know, father of three. Um, for the listeners, there's there's three dogs here. So if you hear dogs barking, that's what's happening. Um, you're a father of three. What do you think... Like what? What did you learn along the way? Like what were what were you not good at at the start that you later came to know as like, you know, I've sh- I should have done this this way, or this is a characteristic that like I've learned is important. That takes some thinking because uh, probably a lot of things that I didn't do right. Um, I, I I right off the top of my head I can't really tell you too much except well I can. And I will. It's it's not pretty. Um, I like to drink. Mm. And I would go work. And on the way home from work, I'd stop at the bar in wherever we were living at the time and have a couple of beers with the boys. Mm-hmm. And uh, What did a couple mean? How well, many, how many that, was a that couple? That means I went in there and spent a Twenty bucks. Okay. How many beers did that get you at the time? Ten. Well, I wasn't drinking beers, but oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if I were drinking beers, it'd be about ten of them, I guess, wow. two bucks a piece or something. But uh, that was ju- that's just your pit stop home, right? Pit stop. Uh, that's just your pit stop just home. Just on the way home. Right. Yeah. Right. And and uh, then go be a father. Yeah. Um. Anyway. I realized that there was a point because your grandma was doing everything and I was doing nothing. She was taking care of three kids while I was working. Yeah. She was taking care of five horses. Wow. She was taking care of four or five cows. Uh, And I pretended to be the cowboy and I'm the guy that should be doing this but and she, she she never complained about it but she was hurt by it and I could tell and I've realized it one day what are you doing you know spending all this money that we don't have uh drinking when I shouldn't be drinking and uh she didn't. She never threatened me with anything, but uh, made me realize that I had to quit. I had to flat quit drinking, and and That's I awesome. did. That's awesome. That's awesome. But I, uh, I drank way more than I should. I, your share, my share, and your share. <laughs> Her share is not very big, so maybe pick somebody else. <laughs> She's not a big drinker. Right? No, no, yeah. not at all. But if you were, I had your share. <laughs> I haven't obviously been in your shoes, but I understand that at a certain level because I have days where I look at her and go, man, it's not fair that, 
even though she said nothing to me, like, it's not fair that you did 80% of the work and I did 20%. And that's, it's a pretty powerful thing when you realize that yourself. It's, and I think sure that that's, that's a big, that's a big, like representation of growth too, mm-hmm. because it can really change the way that you do things, especially like I, you know, talk about being a father all the time, just because it's such a big part of my life now. But as a father, like when you, when you can see like, okay, it's time to like really buckle in here and like do everything, get my hands dirty, do the nitty gritty stuff and like really experience what it's like to be a father. It's pretty cool and nothing, nothing beats it. Nothing like it. No. No. Nothing like it. Ooh, Danielle's in the back throwing questions at me. What, what's, what's it like being a grandfather versus a father? Oh, wow. And how much better is that? Huh? How much better is being a grandfather well, versus a father? Responsibility is okay. That's one, one big thing. Yeah. And uh, only ex- except when they're with me. Yeah, that's uh, that's a good question. I I don't really have an answer for for that. Yeah, what's that feel like? Huh? What's it feel like to be a, a great grandfather? Great grandfather? That 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 woke me up too because I turned eighty eight and have a great great grandfather. And people are saying, "God, you don't look at G. You don't look that old." You got great great grandkids? Wow. I'm going to try to phrase this in a way that hopefully will frame it better. I've never like I at this point in my life and up to this point never ever envisioned like I can't envision being a grandfather, let alone a great grandfather. Um like did you did you did you ever visualize that when you were younger or does life oh. just kind of happen and, oh, and no. just now you're here? Oh, no. No, I never, never even dreamed of it, being a grandfather. Um, they surprised me with it, because mm-hmm. <clears throat> that was a that was a tough time. You know what I'm talking about, Kelly, mm-hmm. and uh, I was not a happy camper. Yeah, I can I'll imagine. tell you that. But you also had to realize sometime down that road that. Uh, that's a that's blood. Yeah. And uh, absolutely. No matter how it happened or why it happened. Kelly was so it happened. Yep. And Kelly was 15, uh, 16? 15 or 16? I think she was 16, yeah. Yeah. And, I can uh, imagine that's that's pretty challenging. I know the kid responsible for getting her pregnant besides herself um, had guts enough to come to the house and uh, I said uh, you and I got to go for a walk uh oh and we're going out to the barn I had the barn there and uh, I could ten- I could feel some tension but not exactly what what I was feeling was did I know what it was? No. Anyway, I explained to him what his responsibilities are going to be. Said, this isn't 
horsing around shit in the back seat of a car anymore. This isn't what their this is all about. You got a child now, or will have a child, and you're no different than I am. You're going to have to take care of that kid. Well, the relief that came over him was unbelievable. He thought I was going to hit him. I was going to beat him up. <laughs> and, of course, that wasn't. And I didn't. <laughs> mentally, maybe. Oh, no. <laughs> after, when he, when he started doing things that was bad, and mm-hmm. he did, is when I was thinking about putting him down a little bit. But um, you didn't meet him. Have you ever met him? I, yeah, I'm sure I did. He, I would have been younger. He was a nice kid, uh-huh. but he was a miserable little fart at the same time. Yeah, there's and, a uh, few of those running around. Yeah, uh, that's, that's, yeah, that, that's wild, and I can imagine it's just so challenging t- to deal with, but you did it. You got through, and then, you know, then Steph came along, and then you have Steph's kids who are amazing, and like life, you know, I'm sure you can't imagine life with all that not happening. And uh, here we are. Now you have me and you have her and you have Gio and Ivory. And uh, hopefully we can, you know, spend more time together face to face because I I want them to like really know who you are. But to me, it's just so incredible. Like just, just having the opportunity to see you and have the kids see you like is, is so meaningful for me. So I'm I'm just happy we have this time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he says yeah. <laughs> I I want to ask you one more question because it's a it's a broad show. It's called Adulting Like a Mother Father. So we cover topics for everybody. Young adults, you know, people in their late twenties, thirties and on. And uh, you know, you've lived some life at eighty eight. What do you think you've come to learn as as the most important pieces of life? Like, what do you think is most important? Oh, boy. Well, I... I, I don't know. I, I... If I had to do it over, is about the only way I could approach this. If I had to do it over, I would certainly do it over. Okay. If this is any advice, I don't know. But I would... I would make damn sure that she understands that I loved her more than anything in this world, including her kids. Talking about grandma. No, that's a tough one, but it's true. Mm. And uh, I got a, I'll have to show it to you, but, and maybe I did. I have a little picture frame that inside that picture frame is a, a a verse of sorts. It was a anniversary. Our our anniversary was June sixth. She passed away on the twenty sixth. This little verse that she handwritten because she couldn't go to the store and buy a card. So she wrote her card. And that's the only time in my life that I can remember that I broke down when I read it. Mm. 
and uh, I've got it in a frame and it's in my bedroom and I read it every once in a while yeah makes you feel good um, how well do you know do you think you know grandma not well enough hmm not well enough because I think by the time I was old enough to to like learn how to get to know somebody and and form my own opinions you know I was off college and then moved to LA and then got busy with work and then uh you know when when grandma was when it was her time I came back for her and, and it's a great question because I I, I feel like you know I I idolized grandma in the sense that like she, she was my grandma but that's the only way that I knew her I didn't know her as as any at any level as a peer you know so well she 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 had a way with people uh, your grandma did and she she could this this little girl you right there mm-hmm. sitting there not for any other reason no, for no other reason other than the fact that she met you she liked you. She loved you. Being a movie actress meant nothing to your grandmother. She was proud of you, but she was. That's not what made her like you. What you made her like you, and she she fell in love with her. Mm. And you, of course, she was in love with you a long time. <laughs> Maybe, but but uh, she, she was that way. She just that was her. Yeah, yeah. She thought the world of this little girl. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Huh? I'm not surprised. No, oh, uh, you better not be because it's <laughs> not a surprise there. It's a fact. <laughs> it's a fact. Okay. So so okay. So what I gather from that is. You would you would put a lot of focus on the relationships that that meant the most to you, especially sure, the most absolutely. important one, and then yeah, that that I would take better way than I could put it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. How how well how well do you think you know her? Not that well. Not well enough. Not huh? well enough. No. Yeah, because she really did care, and uh, not just you, but you were. Certainly, one of them, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, yeah, she she was special. Your grandma was special. Anything else? No. At um, the end of it, huh? I, I could talk to you for hours. <laughs> Usually, the episodes are only about an hour long, so yeah. maybe we can split. I have a feeling that people are going to say they want more Big Papa. So we may have to set up a Zoom. Do you know what a Zoom call is? A what? <laughs> Do you know what a Zoom call is? Zoom? No. No? Okay, we'll teach you. It's like we can get online and video chat and talk and then record the conversation. And then we can, we can basically plug doing? it as a podcast. Not That's not what we're doing right now. Oh. But we can do that. Oh. I just have a feeling people are going to say, I want more Big Papa. Oh, I'm not so sure about that. (laughs) (laughs) Right on. Well, Papa, I love you so much. And uh, it means a lot that you sat down with me and and, uh, 
are going to get back to just living outside of, of microphones in our face. So I hope you guys enjoyed. Um, that's that's my papa for you. Love you, man. Isn't that nice? Isn't that nice? Do you want to say bye? Huh? Do you want to say bye? Do I want to say back? Bye. Do you want to say bye? I want to say goodbye, but before I say goodbye, mm-hmm. goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we're back. Here's adulting like a mother father. That was so nice. And I'm so glad that we took the time to chat with Papa. And, you know, not to go there, but it's like you just, you never know what the future holds. And it's really special to acknowledge these people that have lived so much longer than us and like get to know them on a deeper level. And what I took away from that conversation was, you know, if he could change anything, which really impacted me the most was the fact that he wants your grandma, um, who passed within the last couple of years that to know that he just loves her so much and that she was really meaningful. And, and sometimes we forget to really show those things, um, to our partner. Yeah, no doubt. I think we get caught up in life and, and, you know, the stresses of life with work and raising children and just, yeah, we don't, we, uh, you know, we can overlook the things that we like know are important, um, but don't always put the focus on to, to show that they're important, you know? Mm-hmm. And like, I, I felt that too, cause I can be the same way. So I took a lot from the conversation. It's always interesting. Cause I, I've asked him, like, I want to know as much as I can from him. And I've asked him, deep questions and like questions about, you know, his history, family history, like things in life that he's loved, not liked anything he regrets. And every time I talk to him and ask him questions, like I get another little gem and another little nugget, Mm -hmm. you know, and I just love that. Yeah. Yeah. I think we should all do that more with our grandparents because sometimes it's easy to, um, not necessarily ignore, but like not go too deep because they're a little bit older and you may not relate to them. But, um, I've done that before with my grandma before, you know, my grandma's aged quite a bit and she's not the same Nona that I grew up with. But prior to her sort of going through this transition, I remember sitting down with her and it was some of the best conversations I've shared. You learn so much about their background and like how they grew up and it is so different so different than what we're used to and it just gives you so much more perspective on you know just how powerful and strong they isn't are isn't it crazy to like get to a point in life where you're old enough and mature enough and you have you know the like the real life responsibilities that they would look at to treat you as more of an equal or as yeah. a peer and you can have a conversation as such like as a peer heck yeah you know what i mean like they'll dad share things dad. with you like you never would have known when you were younger because they would have never shared and you probably never would have understood but now it's like oh i see things so differently and now i get that or like i was never aware of that that's crazy mm-hmm. you know for sure i find that wild yeah totally i remember being scared of my dad's dad at one point i was like oh man he's he you don't cross him but looking back i'm like dude <laughs> They're just being grandpas. They're just trying to keep you safe. They're yep. just trying to look out for you yep, and, yep. and love you in the way that they know to, how to love, you yep. know? Um, 
So on that note, thank you guys so much for, for listening. Yeah, I hope you enjoyed. Yeah, and um, stay tuned for next week. Hopefully we have a cool update on this house situation. The time is ticking. We're like halfway through escrow. So send your good vibes because, you know, anything can happen in this period of time. But um, leave us a review if you feel like you want to. And thank you again to everyone who purchased merch, you guys. That was so freaking cool. We can't wait for you guys to get your stuff. And be sure to tag us in all of your content so we can, you know, share. That's it, guys. Have a great week. We love you. Oops, there goes my phone. Bye. Thanks for listening to Adulting Like a Mother Father. New episodes drop every Tuesday right here, so make sure you tune in for all the goods. Oh, 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 o